This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We ready? Yeah. yeah. Quiet! Yeah! Oh, I got to turn on this thing. I did turn on this thing. Turn it on. Oh, I turned on the wrong one? I'll start the episode like that, please. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. Turn on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go already. All right. Whoops. It is the Mace Cast. I am Steve Miggs. I'm here with the Reverend Enfuego. Oh, hi. Glenn Cannon. Morning. Afternoon uh, or whatever time you might be listening. <laughs> Whenever you are. It's morning for us. Yeah, it is. I'm going to do my best to get through the show. Oh, man. What's uh, going on, dude? I am having a... I, I can barely speak. Like, I... Every morning... Yeah, I, I've always talked about how I have I battle cankersaurus from time to time. Uh-oh. And it bothers me. This isn't a canker sore, though, this time, but it's turning into one because my tongue is very sensitive. I bit the living crap out of my tongue in the oh. middle in my match on Sunday. Oh, no. First thing, oh, I, I take a bump, and as I take the bump, I bit my tongue off. You're talking beautiful. You bit, wait, wait. You okay. bit your tongue off? Well, not really. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. So, like, the tip of my tongue and the side of my <laughs> tongue just got chomped on. That's... So, during oh, the... Bro. If you were there in Everett... Luckily, you don't have a career in radio. Right. <laughs> Talking is not important. So typically by like 10 a.m., my mouth is so sore and I'm in so much pain, I just I just don't want to talk. Jeez. But, and, and it's like all the time. Like when I have canker sores, that happens too. I, it's Imagine someone taking a pin and just sticking it in your tongue forever until it goes away. So for two weeks, I'm going to have to deal with this. Really? Yeah. That's it's, horrible. Sorry, dude, it's, it's, I, I, I've been dealing with this since I was a kid, so it wasn't from any kind of sexual thing, people. No. I know that you have triggers, like certain yep. foods will just wreck your yep. mouth. I can't touch tomatoes, or oranges, kid, I used to pineapples. I remember the Campofanique. Remember yeah, that oh, crap? Ambisol. Dude. Campo, I, I still use that crap, man. <laughs> man. No, for me, it went away like now by I'm the time some... I was 10, but when I was a little kid, you know, oh. my mouth would herp up and I'd have yep. to do the campo fanique and whatnot, dude. Bro, I'm so sorry, bro. Each side of the tongue has it right now. So <laughs> both sorry, sides bro. and in the front, the herpo's happening. <laughs> I'm trying to use like this crazy weird like watermelon powder. It's from some like place in the international district at like some Asian store. Like it's some right. kind of I, I read all about this. It's not doing crap. I, I everything I tried, I tried a salt water, I tried this. Tiger penis. Have you tried? I that? haven't tried tiger very penis. Virile. Yet. Very supposed virile. Very virile. Extremely virile for the cancer. Yeah. Tiger yeah. sperm. Yeah. Tiger sperm. Or you get some of that uh, that that scorpion juice. It'll be like yeah. the alcohol with the scorpion on the yeah. inside. Very yeah. virile. Dude, I would yeah, do right. anything. That'll kill it. Yeah. <laughs> I've taken like, something. I've taken paint with it. <laughs> I've taken like a dab of salt and just put it on the wound. And oh. that hurt so bad. God, but yeah. That pain is better than the pain that That's I deal why they with. Call throw I'm sorry, man. Oh, it's the worst, dude. <laughs> That's why they call throw salt on the wound a thing right there, because it hurts like hell. I Have you guys ever with, salted a wound? With, no. That? Like no. an open wound? No. So you know why they would salt a wound, right? They, they, cauterize. they cauterize it, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I cut myself really bad once. I was actually at Mark Harris's, and I was in his kitchen. Former bassist of and, window pain. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. And I went... Man, I wonder, you know, so I grabbed the thing of Morton salt and just poured it in the cut. And? Well, it, yeah, it hurt. Um, <laughs> but it was interesting. As the salt dissolved, it totally cleaned the wound. Huh. So as you know how blood pours out of a yeah. deep cut, yeah. it like t- 
turned the blood almost kind of clear and watery, yeah. and it like rinsed it. Wow. And so I wondered if they would put salt in the wound to keep it from getting infected. I bet. I mean, it, 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 I'm not going to say it didn't hurt. It really hurt, but I was like, oh, neat. And Mark's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, right, you old-timey bastard. Did like, you bite I'm the curious, bullet, too? man. <laughs> Dude, my buddies, uh, Steve West and Sarian wrestlers, they had a, a death match at 3-2-1 Battle. Are you and kidding at me? one point, like, one of them's bleeding, and part of the spot was the other one pulled out one of those jugs of Morton salt and oh, poured yeah. it on his head, and the whole rain. place just lost did it. Did he get any in his eyes? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. But he got it on the wound, and that was oh, and, and it doesn't feel good. No, no, no. Oh. it's a terrible idea. But it looked cool. <laughs> I've ever told you guys about my poison ivy and how I kill poison ivy and poison oak. Have you gotten into that? No, I don't think we ever have. No. I don't want to. I don't want to derail the show. I always say that every HGTV episode. GTV with GC. <laughs> Glad I have nothing planned for today's show. So go ahead. <laughs> well, well, we were talking about we were talking Other about to your promote tongue. Promote Brody which... at the Crocodile this Saturday. I have yeah, nothing that's right. planned. That's right. That's right. Damn. <laughs> straight. Mission yeah. accomplished. Well, we were talking about your tongue, which, let's face it, that's important. Yes. <laughs> you know? For my job it is. <laughs> I think in general. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm very fair-skinned, right? And I have very sensitive skin. Like, if I wear... You know, you can wear the same pair of jeans a couple, two, three times. You know what yeah. I mean? Or I gotta, I gotta be... Yeah, right? I gotta be <laughs> careful... Because my legs will break out in like a, a terrible red rash Whoa. if I wear some. I got to be really careful really? about the laundry detergents, the deodorants I use. I just have really fair yeah. skin, right? Yeah. So when I was a kid, I used to get poison ivy so bad, man. I was like the mummy. I was like that leper in Braveheart, you know? <laughs> you know, all men lose heart. That was me like at eight, right? Um, so get into my teenage years, and I had gotten either poison ivy or poison oak or one of them. And... You know, you put the pink stuff all over your body. Nothing works. You're basically a leper. It's terrible. Your skin's crawling. My old man saw me suffering, and I'm at this point, I might have been 15 or 16. And he's like, hey, you want to kill that? And I'm like, God, yes. He's like, I'm not kidding. You, you really want to kill that? And I'm like, yeah. And he said, listen. He's pointing at this kid that lived across the street. <laughs> oh, you want to kill that thing? Yeah, yeah. You want to you you cook and eat that little guy? Um, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't shut up, Dad. He's always playing. <laughs> but, uh... He said, go into the laundry room, scratch it until it bleeds, scratch yeah. it until it's wide open, Jesus. and then pour bleach in it. Ah! Why, no! Why does, why, does, why does Big Raj hate little yeah. black? No, no. And I, I kind of looked at him and I went, that'll dry it up. And he said, exactly. And he said, now it's going to hurt. Don't think it's not going to hurt. This is like some Rambo type ass. But it'll yeah. kill it. It'll, but he would see how bad I would suffer with little it. Little Glembo. So I wasn't like, what are you crazy? I immediately understood what he was Glenbo. talking about. So he's like, you know, don't tell your mother because she's going to get upset with me. Yeah, with, yeah. But that this is bleach, bad parenting. It'll, it'll, it'll uh, dry it up. It'll, it'll kill it and it'll stop spreading and oh, you'll stop suffering. That's a bad idea. And dude, I went into the laundry room and you can scratch, like with poison ivy or poison oak, you can scratch it till it bleeds and then if you continue to scratch you actually hit like that soft, fresh skin underneath, and it's just kind of white looking. Fresh. Um, I got it to that point, and that's where you pour the bleach on. I never lost consciousness. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but it hurt. But yeah. it it worked. It yeah. killed it. Yeah. So on a go forward, and it change your um, I used unleaded gasoline one time oh, to Jesus, kill it. Oh uh, Jesus, man! That kills it too. Dries it God. right up. But because uh, I hate it. I mean, you talk about so, like I hated it so much. I was like, dude, no problem. Well, How do you anything. not have like? Oh, I've, got little, I've, I've got little scars all oh, okay, over Okay, okay, okay. I really am. I'm all scarred up. All right. Right. But it's, it's funny you say that. It works. Like with my tongue thing, I'm willing to put myself through excruciating That's pain. That's what I'm talking about. To just make to make the other pain not as noticeable. That's exactly what and I'm talking about. And the pain about. that I'm dealing with is that bad that pouring salt on an open wound 
is is almost like a relief. You tried rinsing with bleach? No, but I, <laughs> but I will. Don't. Please don't, Steve. Please don't. Steve's whiter. His teeth are so white. I've rinsed with uh, peroxide. Uh, oh, I've you got to be careful with that. It'll foam I, up in your mouth and you almost suffocate. Ask me how I know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've also Glenn. rinsed with, with... How are you alive, yeah. Glenn? I've also oh, no. rinsed with gin, and that sucks. Uh, gin? Oh, yeah. I just As a mouthwash. I guess it just, is kind of mint julepy. Why don't you just use, like, Listerine? It's, I'm, like, bro, I'm just powerful looking for, I'm, anyway. I'm just looking for something that's near my kitchen when I'm in a lot of pain. I'm like, oh, there's alcohol. Oh, so I just switch it with alcohol just to kind of numb it for a second. For even if I could get 40 seconds of numb... I mean, it's, I'm, just I'm, it's, it's so, dude, I, I don't wish this pain on my work. Well, See, I, I get on that, my man. marginal enemy, on my worst enemy, I want them to deal with this. That's what I'm but talking tell about, me about the the, tell, me, tell me about the peroxide. Yeah, 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 well, please. Oh, God, no. Um, actually, it's a great story. Please. When, it, it started crappy when ideas. I was a little kid. Here's more me and my dad stuff. Oh, no. Um, which, by the way, I don't use bleach. I tried rubbing alcohol as well and gasoline. Mm-hmm. Tawny caught me doing that, and mm-hmm. she could see that I was on the verge of passing out because I got, I got it as an adult. I got poison oak or something. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, ah, damn. Oh, I'm so fixing it. I'm like on the verge. She, there's this soap you can use. Anyway, I'll get into that if you guys really oh want to know a life hack. God. If you go to Bartels and go to the laundry section, they usually have a bar of soap, like an old school laundry mm-hmm. style bar soap. Mm-hmm. That old school laundry soap has lye in it. Real honest to goodness lie. If you get poison ivy, you get poison oak, get in the shower with a bar of that soap, use the edge of the soap. And just pump that soap into the wound. It won't hurt. Just grind it against it, and the lye kills the poison ivy. And it's not nearly as painful as unleaded gasoline, bleach, or isopropyl. Um, the peroxide thing. I was a little kid, mm-hmm. and I cut myself. Uh-huh. And Dad was like, "Let's put peroxide on." I'm like, "No, Dad, it's gonna hurt." And he's like, "Let's put peroxide." No, Dad, it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Remember that first time you felt that peroxide? It was the worst pain ever. What was that red stuff? Oh my gosh! Yeah, the grandparents had it. The yes. red like stuff. iodine or something. Yes, oh. iodine. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I iodine saw that. hurts. I saw yeah. that stuff, and I was I never had Dude. an injury that was bad enough to use that stuff. And, oh, I had. And I had always heard about how bad <laughs> iodine. Dying yeah. was and I'm I like, die. like I'm like no, like I send me to uh, urgent care. Do anything other than you grew that up stuff. on the West Coast, right? I did. See, I wonder if it's an East Coast thing. Oh, where parents bro. are like, put the iodine on him. You yeah, know what like, I mean? Io died. God. <laughs> Dude, and then it was, and, then, and then you had like, yeah. a dyed red on your skin that was like a reminder of the pain that you just went. Yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, it was the worst. It looked like pain. But, you'd uh, see all your little friends. <laughs> you'd be like, you'd see the red stain on their skin. You're like, oh, what happened? Yeah, you oh, okay? yeah, you I fell off my bike. I that, bet that sucked. That and the sunburn um, spray. Remember, did you ever have that? Whenever you get a sunburn, there was like this spray that would help deal with the sunburn, but it also burned your skin. Oh, no. The stuff that I had was nice and like oh. aloe you know, oh. and it would just be a nice little I think at my relief. house, we just, we just peeled me. <laughs> mom just, Slap you on the back just, a little bit. Yeah, she just changed out my skin like some bed yeah. sheets. Yeah. Oh. Put me back out in the yard. Oh, man. That was the one thing. Like, I did a lot of gross stuff as a kid, but that was one of those guilty pleasure sort of things. It's Peeling like, yourself? Trying to see how much of like a, 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 a skin flap, I guess, you can get. And see how big it will go, and like just looking at it, and just trying to pull it. And when pull it comes it to your back, it. shocking, yeah. shockingly large. Yeah, swatches of huge, you know, pieces. larger than your average fifteen-inch monitor. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, little flesh sail. Flesh but, uh, sail. <laughs> I digress. We digress. What were we talking about? Oh, because I bet oh, oh, peroxide. Yes. <laughs> so I'm telling my dad, I don't want, it, I don't want it. He's like, it won't hurt you. Look, and so dad takes a big pull of the hydrogen peroxide. And he's kind of swishing it and looking at me like, see, I just drank the S. It's not going to hurt me. Well, then it foamed up. 
And Dad's eyes got huge, and his face turned red. He's going, <laughs> oh, no. and he's grabbing at his throat. And I'm like, see, Dad, it's bad. And I ran out of the bathroom. And I left, my, I left my dad in there basically suffocating. Yes. And he almost died. And I was like, I told you it was bad. Glenn, where's your you father? Know? He's choking on peroxide. What? Here's the, here's the problem, right? Fast forward 15, 18 years, I'm an adult. And I still remember that time dad almost suffocated on hydrogen peroxide. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I wonder what that was like. Right. So I took a big pull of peroxide and switched with it to see what would happen, despite remembering my father almost but suffocating. You kind of want to see how far you could push it. I was just curious, yeah. like, could you spit it out? Could right. you not inhale? I wonder what was happening to him. And then I found out. This is how people <laughs> die from autoerotic asphyxiation. It was, it was awful. It was like trying to inhale bubble bath foam or yep. something. It yep. was it's like terrible. It's, it's like doing. I, I almost suffocated. It. Yeah. It's like doing the cinnamon challenge. Yes. And I didn't do it because I watched Ted Smith doing it yes. on video. And I'm like, that's oh, that's Kid a, Rock was in the studio. That's a yeah. terrible idea. And what now, do you do? A mouthful of cinnamon? Cinnamon, and you yeah. try to swallow it. Here's the thing: is it sucks up all of the uh, moisture in your mouth, yeah. and you can't swallow it. So you feel like you're choking, and then eventually you have to just it and all out. out and then there's like a cloud of cinnamon. and it goes everywhere ha 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 well you can then, actually like die but then it. people have died from it too yeah and so you guys made Ted Smith do this? Oh, we did, oh, we did the not. The men's room did, yeah, while, Kid Rock did was, not. while Kid Rock was in studio. Hey, Ted, try this. People I almost, die. I feel like that thing Here's is on. Here's a Tide on. packet or whatever. It's a Tide pod. Tide I feel pod. like that Please was happening don't. a lot. Like, they'd have an MMA fighter. Like, punch Ted in the arm as hard as you can. Let's see, Ted. Leave Ted alone, man. man Ted's, Ted's good it's, people. It's that point where you're oh, like, you've been doing it for a while, and you've got the, uh, the, 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 the kind of almost the stunt boy sort of thing. Because I've done some terrible things as well, like or have had to do terrible things. Just look up the videos of the tasers or any of the you other. Got tased on the ass. We did it. We did it a lot. <laughs> it was a game. It was yes, a we, game. We get how long Ted? I mean, how you long the glute? How, how was that, Rev? Tell me more. It was. It was. You know, for a while it was fine. We had this stun gun that didn't necessarily work all of the way. Yeah, it was, it was. I've had it forever, and it was on its last legs. Yeah, and so it was. It sounded great, and it didn't really hurt that bad. There was a bit of a pain. It was still something you know that would work. And then our fine engineers were like, "Well, we can we can fix it for you since since it's broken." Excuse me, I'm yeah. all broken up here. Um, and uh, so they fixed it. We did it one more time, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm done," because yeah. it was thousand volts. It was. They, they to your backside yep. to my ass, like and, and we would place bets on how long he could hold it there. Yeah, it oh, scarred it scarred dude. my ass the last time. Like I had like two little pock marks on my butt for a couple of weeks, and I was like, right. yeah. Uh, and I was just coming up with any excuse. I was telling Steve, I was like, well, I've got this new medication that I'm using. You blamed it on his uh, diabetes or, yeah. or on his IBS. Yeah, 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 IBS. Yeah, and I was well, like, I should you coming home like you know how was work? Like, well, <laughs> I've got some scars. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. My wife was like, oh my god. Because I obviously showed it to her because I'm like, how bad does that look? And when you hear your wife go, oh, God, his right like, butt cheek is just black and purple. Yeah, it was like I was like, yeah, maybe I don't need to do that I, one anymore. I found the uh, video. Really? It's on it's on YouTube of the Ted Smith doing the cinnamon challenge, which is funny. The next oh. video after that is the Ted Smith eats Mentos, Coke and Pop Rocks. So there was a time where I think they were trying to kill Ted. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. All right, so, and as you can see, there's there's Kid Rock right He's next nice to the Ted Smith. Let's hear how it goes. Uh, stick your hand in a fire ant hole, oh. you know what I mean? He'll do it. So, <laughs> apparently, though, this has not been done. It cannot be done. That. I don't know why, but we watched all these different kinds yeah, of videos on this. And so Whoa. far, oh. it seems that no one... <laughs>
Uh-oh. Oh, now you oh, broke sorry, it. Sorry, sorry. Oh, Siri jumped in. Cancel. I just, I just wanted to touch Steve's plug. No, well, you fixed it, though. Yeah, you fixed it. Good tech Thanks support there. Steve didn't put it all the way in. Uh, <laughs> I, what the hell is going on here? Oh, no, you broke it. Uh, swallow. All right, Whoa. There we go. There we go. <laughs> what is happening? Well, man, he'll do it. So, apparently, though, this has not been done. It cannot be done. I don't know why, but we watched all these different kinds of videos on this, and so far... It seems that no one in America, feel free to try it at home, bitches, uh, <laughs> can uh, swallow, what is it, a tablespoon of cinnamon. And Ted, do you believe that you can? Yeah, why not? I've proved okay. science wrong before. Now, here you see these Don't forget, the you see these tickets? Com. See these tickets right here? Oh, there's the tickets. They will be yours, yeah. but, but they might be yours. don't know if that exists anymore. All right. They might be yours. Ted? Oh, that's right. He had to do it so he could get Kid Rock tickets in front of Kid Rock. <laughs> This is great. Uh, the oh, TedSmith.com like, does not exist anymore, <laughs> not by worth the way. It. <laughs> Are you ready to go? Yeah. You ready? And three. Starts on a dime. Two. That's right. And one. <laughs> that was quick. Okay, everybody, as you can imagine, he didn't make it to the two-second mark. No, no. He and took it went the spoonful, spit it out, and then you just see him gasping for air. <laughs> kid rocks in the corner in tears just laughing. Well, plus, he was on mic, so he blew that whole thing of cinnamon right into the mic. Yeah, no wonder why those maybe, mics Yeah, maybe that's why the discoloration. <laughs> kid Rock just passed you a beer, I guess it's... <laughs> oh, man, no. It looks like he can't even breathe, dude. No. <laughs> He's still spitting it out. You, you can't imagine. Like, it's still... The, the, the cinnamon smoke is still coming out of his head. It looks like something out of a cartoon. Go <laughs> quick. What, uh, what just happened there? <laughs> that didn't take long at all. Oh, what happened? Like Mount like... Everest blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? Man, I'm going to shout out tonight. <laughs> Ted, here's your you tickets. Congratulations. You're on your way to uh, to Kid Rock tonight, man. That's awesome. How bad is that? It's awful. Is like, as soon as I put it in, man, like right now, like, ah, I feel like I've been dipping for three weeks. My, my lips are so Oh, raw. my God. That's like when he used to dip, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just love that Kid Rock's not even well, talking. Was funny. Oh, he's sitting there in the corner laughing. <laughs> Look at his face right yeah. now. Exactly. All right, uh, uh, Ben. We're By the take... way, I think it's impossible and don't do it at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. The best part about that was one and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then everything he tried to say, more cinnamon was popping out of his mouth. So, so have you tried cinnamon on your tongue yet? Steve? I'm gonna try that when we finish this podcast. Maybe yes. just use a little bit, oh a little, just goodness. use a little. Yeah. So right at the beginning of my match, if you were there, you might have even noticed like we collided, and as we collided, I bit down on my tongue, <gasps> and I just felt blood already in my mouth. Oh, so I bloody! Oh gosh, dude, it was like gushing in my mouth. Oh, so I, Steve. I, I, oh, I, I, I wipe my mouth, and I see blood on my hand. Which adds to the fun because I'm like showing it to the people in the crowd. Steve, you're supposed to wait to blade until a little bit later in the match. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. You didn't realize he'd also visibly urinated in his shorts. Exactly. Like this weird pedal paddles coming out of your trunks. But yeah, so that happens, which kind of got in my head during the match. I'm like, I can't speak. I my mouth. Blah, blah, blah. But you know, we get through the match. Um, but I did want to share something about the match. Hey, thank you, everyone who came out. A lot of people came out that listened to the podcast, nice. said nice. hi to me. This was like. I think we doubled the number of people from the last WAC show, which is all because of your local celebrity, Steve Makes, talking about it yep. on the radio on Friday mm-hmm. and also on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It just shows the power verified. that your Twitter verified, verified. local celebrity <laughs> has, which was great. I come out, 
minute my music hits, people booing me. Yeah. There's there's a guy that has local jobber Steve Miggs <laughs> signs. So that was awesome. Oh, that was fantastic. Uh, one 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 kid had a cool sign though. It just said uh, Steve Dead Air Miggs, which I thought was funny. <laughs> The entire time, no, the kids were giving shirts. A bit shirts. prophetic now that you've bitten off your tongue. I know, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> kids had shirts that said Mig Stinks, and that was pretty awesome. I mean, the whole the experience was great, and I had a lot of parents say, hey, man, that was my first time my kid ever went to a live wrestling show, and they're hooked. It was a really fun, thank you for helping make a great memory for my kid. And I was oh, like, oh, that's awesome. That's like, cool. legit, yeah. like, that made my, I have to show you this great picture. There's one kid who was, like, the cutest kid in the world, and there he is just wearing a Mig shirt that says Mig Stinks. Mig Stinks. <laughs> That's a really I'll nice take it shirt. Back. Yeah. You know how I really wanted one of just the MIGs with the radio antenna yeah, t-shirts? Want that Can too, I get a yeah. MIG Stinks yeah. t-shirt? I, I, have a, I have a line on it. It's those. in the Wyatt only green, actually. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. Is Wyatt behind that <laughs> somehow? Little kid for like, MIG Stinks shirts. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I put it on my Twitter. And my opponent, Chase James, also made a shirt that said MIGs, and then under it says, is an a-hole. And one of the kids was wearing that one. It spelled out a-hole. So it's ass and then hole. It's like a four-year-old. <laughs> it's, it's this kid right here. That kid's wearing it. <laughs> and that I look is at him, great. And I'm like, are you allowed to wear that shirt? He goes, my mom said so long as I don't tell my dad I'm wearing it, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Nice. Your mom is the best. That's usually yeah, the reverse, uh, you know, reverse dichotomy. The other way around. Usually it's like, yeah, as long as my mom doesn't find but out. Glenn, you'll, you'll be happy about this. I actually worked something into a promo that you and I got to experience, which was getting to play with Stone Temple Pilots. So I come out. And music hits, people are booing, and the whole premise was Chase James, my rival, was about to have a match with this guy by the name of uh, Vinny Pacifico, who's training with Ring of Honor. He's in Ring of Honor. He's like a big name, uh, up-and-coming big name. He'll hopefully one day become a pretty big name, which would be awesome to say I mixed it up with him. So they're about to have a match. My music hits, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? I was prom- I- I've been promoting I'm going to wrestle, and now I'm not wrestling. The only reason why people are here is because of me. And I'm like, and this guy, Vinny Pacifico, who the hell is he? And I was like, Vinny, it's time for me to explain to you why I am your local celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking everything in my power not to crack up because I'm like, I freaking love this dude. And really? now I'm, me- I'm basically cutting a promo on the guy. So I start off by saying, you know, first of all, you know, I'm a top-rated radio personality. And then it's I got to give uh, Shans. She then started recording So when I was there. So I got a little bit of the audio of other things that I explained to Vinny Pacifico on why I'm a local celebrity. And Glenn, I think you're going to really appreciate one of these. All right. I'm so good at drums that Stone Temple Pilots asked me to play drums with them in front of 15,000 people. Vinny, that is the truth. It's true. And most importantly, Vinny, unlike you, I'm Twitter verified. <laughs> Sick burn. <laughs> then they, they challenged me to a tag match. I'm like, that's no problem. I'll go get myself a tag team partner. This will be easy. Everybody wants a team with me. No one comes out. It's yep. just crickets. Fine, I go, well, whoever comes out, I promise I will double your Twitter followers. It's still nothing. And then eventually Pitfall Jones comes out. He's like, I kind of need some Twitter followers. It's kind of important in the wrestling world. So if you can, please do me a favor and follow Pitfall Jones. I promised him. Uh, and I think it's I saw the, the tweet. I think it's the Pitfall Jones, if I remember correctly. I think so. When he jumps off the ropes, does it go bling, bling? <laughs> and when he falls down on the mat, does it go bling? Dude, bling. one of the matches he had. They hey, s- old people, did you like the joke? I liked it. I liked it, Glenn. <laughs> at the last whack show, he had a match against Effie, and at, at some point they set up the chairs so he had to jump them like Pitfall. Bling, bling. Yeah. <laughs> bling, bling. And then every once, every once in a while, he'll even like hit someone and do the dun 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 dun. Nice. He'll try and get everyone to go along with him. Nice. He comes out to a metal version of the Indiana Jones theme. Yeah, he's uh, really? the Pitfall Jones. But then by the end of the match, he left me. 
and he stole my Twitter check now, mark. Now, why did he leave you, Because he's a good guy, and he was really conflicted working with a bad man like your local celebrity. Yeah, maybe a guy who wouldn't help him out because he was too busy <laughs> tweeting during the freaking match. Well, that's what pissed him off. So while we're having a match, he's getting beat up, but I was I was busy tweeting. You were tweeting? Yeah. And so I, took a, uh, I was tweeting from the apron, which was great, because I like... I was like, and then so he goes for a tag, but I'm too busy tweeting. I didn't notice it. So they kept beating him up. And the crowd now is going on Twitter, tweeting me like, hey, pay attention. <laughs> That's kind of epic, dude. Oh, bro. One guy goes, you wrestle like a four-year-old. And so I'm like, while this match is going on, he's trying to tag me. I turn around. I go, who's Michael Johnson? <laughs> I'm like, who's Michael Johnson? Finds a guy in the back. He's like. Uh, that's me. Stop tweeting me. <laughs> All the wrestlers that were watching are they're tweeting. Like, that's epic. They're like legend status on Steve Miggs. <laughs> I've never seen somebody actually tweet from the apron during a match. It's I was so like, good, man. So, so Pitfall Steve. gets annoyed. He leaves. I end up getting knocked out. We lose the match. Very disappointed in him. <laughs> he, and he, so he believes that my Twitter check mark belongs in a museum. Oh, as Pitfall Jones. So he put it in his satchel and took my check. Mark. This belongs in a museum. <laughs> he does. So do you. That's so great. So if you go to at the Pitfall Jones, A, follow him, and B, you can see the picture of him. And he was bloody too. Three of the four people in the match had bloody mouths by the end of the match. Wow. Jeez. Sorry about your And then time, we all dude. made out, and that's why I have this flare up. Steve's mummified. <laughs> so, like, when you have that sort of issue, is it like, I mean, because I remember it was like uh, biting like the inside of my cheek or my uh, tongue. I've done yeah. that before. And it's now suddenly, no matter what you do, it's the constantly always biting it oh, God, over yeah. and over and oh, over yeah. again. Mm. Oh, I hate that. And I just tried to eat something, and it was like spicy. My, that my wife made me for lunch. Clearly, she hates me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and my tongue's on fire. On fire. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, I'm talk, talking like this. This is not very good. <laughs> I'm in trouble. But it was a good time, man. And thanks to everyone. We're, we're going to be back at it in Everett on the 24th of February. So, oh, mm. if anybody out there, I'm, I'm trying to make a championship belt, and I need some help from our, our fine listeners, maybe. If anyone's good with either metal or a 3D printer and can help me build and create the plates for a championship belt... That would be pretty awesome. And if anyone's really good with leather or pleather or something that looks like leather and can help. I know some chicks that are good with leather. Uh, I bet you do. I think Red the Stripper was good with leather. (laughs) Is that latex? So I'm trying to go on the cheap. (laughs) I don't feel like dropping a couple grand on a a chip. A couple grand? Oh, bro, to get a custom belt made, it's at least... A decent one is, is about a thousand bucks. Wow. Yeah. Like, okay. So, so it's I'm like, going on the cheap. Well, like when Aaron like, Rodgers did his, man, it was just yeah. like, that's that's something, I guess, if you're an NFL player, you're going to oh. have the money to do that. That's like them dro- dropping a hundred bucks. Yeah. No, it's like dump, them dropping like 20 50, bucks yeah, to us. I think our man something. Justin is a welder. And I Justin? Say, isn't Richie uh, from Thunder Beast a welder? I don't know. Am I wrong about that? I have no idea. Richie, are you listening? <laughs> Richie, Justin. He's like, dude, I work at the Dairy Queen. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, you, you, I'm a chef. <laughs> go, go weld me a blizzard. <laughs> I can make him a burger in the shape of it. <laughs> yeah, if someone can help me create the belt. What I want to create is a Twitter verified championship belt. Knew that was where you were going. I want to become like the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Oh, you yeah. know, he had his million dollar belt. That was just his. He proclaimed himself a champion. So I need like that, that blue color that Twitter has as the leather. For the belt, and then I want to get like you know a couple right. plates on the big plate. It's going to have the Twitter check mark. Yeah, uh, and then I'll, I mean I'll buy like some fake like rhinestones. He's going to start wearing this to bed. So it's going to be like no. If it turns out nice, I will. Uh, and then on the side the plates, I have the birds, like the little Twitter birds. <laughs> How great would that be? It'd be fantastic. And if I walk, if I walk out in the next wax show in Everett on the twenty fourth, brother, and I come out with like uh, the, the Twitter championship belt, but in one of those bags. 
so no one knows what it is. And I'm just like, you know what? It's time for us to have a champion here at Without a Cause Wrestling. And since I'm the biggest star here, I should be the first champion. So I've created a belt, and it's the Twitter Verified Championship belt. Jeez, dude. That's amazing. See, it pleases me because <laughs> it's sort of a, a, a joke on Twitter. Yes. Which I enjoy as someone who just, you know, could not get with the whole Twitter thing. And uh-huh. The thought of any adult doing something referred to as a tweet bothers me I, in, I in some way. Everything about and it. And I stupid. get on there and it's like, man, there's not even any real content here. It's, no. like, it's like three <laughs> sentences. Why? I don't even understand. It's ADD journals. I, it, it makes me nuts. So the fact that you're kind of really having fun with the whole Twitter thing. Yes. It really makes me smile. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah. And it's fun to see the reaction. By the way, follow me on Twitter at, <laughs> at I don't even know what my Twitter handle is. At the Pitfall Jones. That's also fun. <laughs> That's right. At the Pitfall yeah. Jones. <laughs> Tell him the Mixcast sent you. That way he knows <laughs> that I finally got him some Twitter followers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if anyone can help me make a belt, that'd be awesome. I just need, I, I, I'm, more cool, happy, I'm more than happy to compensate. I'm not looking for freebies, but you know, obviously I'm on the cheap. I don't want to drop $2,000. They can help you get verified. <laughs> yeah. But I would love to be able to create this belt into something. My buddy uh, Cooper, he could do like stuff with wood. So he was thinking, maybe even do the plates out of wood and then paint it to make it look like it's uh, like gold or silver. But obviously, if we could actually get a 3D printing, yeah, that might be easier. Something or get it cut out of aluminum or something. Something. It doesn't have, yeah. to, be, like, it doesn't have to be perfect. It uh-huh. just has to be ridiculous. <laughs> and if anyone's good at like making le- like the leather strap part of it, I don't know how to sew that well. Or cut leather or... You know how to sew, I think, better than anyone else in this room. But I'm hoping that someone that's listening can Actually, sew better than me. Cause as, as, as someone of limited means, I'm pretty good with a needle and thread. Yeah. <laughs> just throw that oh, out dude. Like, I had limited means, I sew but a lot just myself. crappy at it and lazy, because oh, I could I, never I, do I repaired it. so much clothing or, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, but a I lot of my straight jeans line. lace up because the zippers will blow out, but the pants are still good, so then I just, <laughs> you know, cut strategic holes and put a boot lace in there. Oh, I was going to be like, suddenly, suddenly we've got button fly jeans. Whatever. (laughs) If the ass hasn't fallen out of them, I will repair them and wear them. Uh, That whole sentence rhymed, and I apologize. That was great. That's fantastic. Sounds like someone might be a songwriter. Uh, Quick shout out to someone who listens to the podcast, Cheyenne Longfox. We've talked about him before. He's a great dude. He's left us messages before. We learned that he is flying all the way from Wisconsin. Got it right here. No, man. I think it's a a Dakota. He Everett. is flying out from uh, Rapid City, South Dakota, man. Coming from South Dakota to be here this Saturday for the big Bruiser Brody CD release show that's happening at the Crocodile, where we're going to be playing along with our friends nice. in Woodshed and also the Last International. And I think there's their record showing up to some people I see in, in uh, online, but I think it's like the pre-orders are starting to come out. So I don't know if they're going to have the physical copies of their new record by the time the show happens, but hopefully they do. Um, but yeah, that's... That's freaking awesome that Cheyenne. Oh yeah, that. man. It was great too. Like I, I read that message and um you know, hit him back like, dude, you know, well, just kind of blown away mm-hmm. and then he was like, I really hope we can meet you. It'd be great to shake hands and then as we went back and forth I loved it, man. He got into the, like, dude, well, hopefully I'll get to meet you. I can't wait to shake your hand. That's so funny. Yes! So shout out to Cheyenne and everybody who's already pre-purchased tickets. Uh, highly recommend you buying your tickets in advance. A, you're going to save about five bucks mm-hmm. uh, by ordering them in advance. And also, I mean, I, I hope I hope it sells out, but I also hope everybody who wants to go 
gets to go. So get your tickets in advance so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. I think almost everybody from our station's planning on coming down at some point during yeah. the show. I, I'm, I, I got some earlier uh, obligations. Yeah, you're going to be on Doug Benson's show. I know. I'm going to be on Doug Loves Movies, but it happens at, obviously, 420 uh, down in Tacoma. So And that usually only lasts like an hour or so. Oh, so, you got plenty of time. Exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm, we're we're fine, planning dude. on heading up, so I'm really, I'm really hoping that we're going to do that. And also come and celebrate the birth of... Taryn Daly. Oh, it's her birthday. Like, like, where is this right. And so she's coming down with all of her friends, and uh, it's going to be a big birthday party. Birth. Birthday! This is tongue. Uh, it's a big birthday party <laughs> for our, our friend Taryn Daly, and that's going to be extra special because of that. Uh, yeah. So Bruiser Brody, man. Awesome. Saturday. Join us. Yes, please. Who knows when we'll ever play again. <laughs> oh, Did you guys have you guys practice? Tonight. Yeah. Oh, okay, so tonight's the practice. What time are we practicing? Do we I don't know. This? I was going to ask you. Because <laughs> my wife's like, what time do you have to go? I'm like, well, we last left off. Early evening-ish. Early evening-ish. Nobody's able to and like And then someone it. said, perfect, so early evening-ish o'clock, I'll be there. <laughs> and it just deteriorated into a joke, but I don't think there's a fixed time. No, I looked. All I saw was me saying... Like 637 sound good? And then nobody and no response. <laughs> That's how that works. And then everyone's like, everyone probably like looked at it and like, oh yeah, that works. And then I don't bother. I should have offered to double everybody's Twitter followers and maybe somebody would have reacted to it. I'm assuming uh, we, we should, because I was literally, I wasn't going to say anything. I was on the thread. Uh-huh. I was like, I'll ask Steve. I don't want to be the guy that doesn't know what time rehearsal know. is. I, I, I know. I, I went through all the old texts to, to find them. Like, I told my wife, I'm like, I'm probably going to leave around 530. So I think if I get there by like 630, I'll probably find you guys at the bar uh. near the practice space and then by 7. Yeah, we rehearse under a bar. <laughs> like legit. Oh Jesus. It represents its own unique challenges. Well, I would right. imagine. Yeah. Like I don't even bother going to the practice space. I just park and, <laughs> and go, go to, to the, the bar, bar. and yeah. then you'll find everyone. And I've never been disappointed. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm planning on doing again. So I'll see you around 6.30ish yeah, okay. I guess. Cool, yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Also meeting up with our friend Steve from Select Ahead. Excuse me? Um, oh, your new drum head. You got a new, brand new bass oh, drum head. Oh, drums. Picking that up after this podcast, so that's very exciting. Ah, yeah. Nice. So new look. Nice. So come for that reason. Is it just going to be your uh, face? Yes. I think it's a big Twitter check. It's a big blue <laughs> ch- Twitter check mark. Steve doesn't know I did that, but I got a hold of him and was like, hey, man, look, this is what we're going to do. What if I just completely morph into this guy who thinks he's a local celebrity? Like, I kind of hope so. I got a feeling you'd be on stage with Bruiser Brody like, I'm going to kill you for this. If that drum head was a giant check mark, you're like, Glenn, look. <laughs> like, here, here, man. It was funny until I found out it was real. Now I'm really not, not amused he at all. also hired a couple of people to dress up as those Twitter birds, and they're going to be dancing next to me. It's a new Bruiser Brody show. <laughs> That's right. Twitter verified. Yeah, and I've got the uh, little the the stupid tweet sound it makes when your phone goes off. Uh, I've given that to our front of house engineer. Yes. He'll be just from time to time. <laughs> Carl, our light guy, Carl Eric. Uh, he's gonna Carl! have he's gonna have Twitter blue marks in the in the in the filters of the lights. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh now. Uh-oh. I'm just picturing Travis up there like. What, what the, the F yeah. is going on? And right. you just don't tell him a thing. Like, what is just happening? Let it happen. And he looks at me, and I'm wearing my Twitter verified championship belt that uh, <laughs> that somebody made for me. Do you know who I am? Don't you Do know? you know what song we're playing? Do you know who I am? Do you know what song we're playing? We'd like to play a new song. It's called Don't You Know Who I Am? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, my wife's finally coming to a show. Oh, that's wow. cool. Well, I, 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 I say She's that right seen now. seen before, though. Gosh, it's been the last time she saw us might have been Mixfest. The first oh, one? Oh, wow. I think she's only seen two of our shows. No, maybe only one. 
Yeah, I don't I think she was the, at the, the first FMS mix fest. show that we did at the Croc. I swear that was the be- like the best show. She we wasn't ever there did. for that. Oh well. Yeah, I feel like Good. this is the right one. Well, for yeah, to be we're at. gonna like, crush. I, Every, I, everyone's like way laser focused on just blowing the roof off. I, I, I feel like I, I typically don't guilt her because, like, you know, I understand. Like, she doesn't really. She get you know after a while being around a lot of people gets a little overwhelming, and also like she likes her dog or our dog more than she likes me. So I understand that. <laughs> at least you but, accept it. And more often than not, sometimes I'm like, ah, wait for the next show. Wait for the next show. And this one, I'm like, babe, you're coming to this one, right? And she's like, oh yeah, I'm planning on it. And nice. I'm like, okay, good. Like, Sweet. Even if she has to come early, you know, because a lot of times she doesn't want to come because she can't get a ride, and she doesn't want to go early for sound check and all that bull crap. But yeah. this time she's, I'm like, hey, come early, and if you're not digging it, go hang out with Taryn. She's going to get dinner with a bunch of people beforehand. So nice, boom, done, ooh, fixed. Interesting. Game on. Let's Taking party. game on. Yeah. So go get your tickets. Uh, if you go to KSW.com, I wrote a blog about our show, posted some videos of Sweet. all three bands. That way people could see what uh, everyone sounds like, and also has a link for people to go buy tickets. Nice, nice. Things good in your world? I know you're prepping for your big yeah, solo release. things are great, man. Um, things are really coming in. I can't, I cannot wait to, because uh, it's interesting, you know, I've had people hit me up like, so what does a Glenn Cannon record sound like if it doesn't sound like window pane? And I'm like, you know, trying to explain that, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, as this stuff's taking shape, I'm getting more and more and more excited. And we, we had Brett down, of course, he's going to be producing the record and mixing it and then working with us on that level and. He came in and, you know, was super stoked. He'd heard a couple of the songs via a cell phone recording. That's awesome. So it's like, here's this stuff, man. And we just make it sound like this. (laughs) Yeah. And he just sat at me, but it was cool. He was really like, God damn, this is cool. Uh huh. Like, man, that's great. This is great. Wow. What a great song. Like, he was really excited about what we're creating. So, and yeah, I've been trying to sum it up on social media. I mean, I'm trying to keep people excited and interested. So I've been putting up updates, but, uh, Trying to explain sonically what it's like, um, and I swear, like there's there's one song that I, is like "Hey Jude" meets Hand in, "Man in the Box." I really swear that's kind of what it's like. Um, hey Jude, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it goes from Beatle, <laughs> but it it goes to a dark minory thing from the super piano driven. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I've got stuff that feels like old school Tom Petty. Nice stuff, that, but it all grooves like every single song almost has like a hip hop or R and B bounce and feel. So it's all <laughs> even the slow songs <laughs> girls could dance to have a bounce. It's, to it. it's damn near dance music. Nice. I, so I, you this know, is like your wow. Kiss Dynasty. Uh, I was made for loving you. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That Sorry about tonight. that, <laughs> but no, no, I've been really and the, man. There were even a few songs. Um, you know, there's one song wow. in particular that I was going to do primarily acoustic, and I wasn't sure if it was going to work out. And even, you know, stepping in the room, I'm like, guys, I'm not even sure if this will come together. And we're kicking things around, and Lance McKay, our, our keyboard player, I was like, you know, this might want like a string patch or a mellotron or something. He's like, oh, he starts messing around and comes up with this very in through the outdoor string sound. And the song reminds me of something off of, it's like a cross between In the Evening off Into the Outdoor and I'm in the Mood for Melody off of Robert Plant's record. Mm-hmm. It, it, the song came out like that. Huh. And I was like, oh my God, you know. So it's it's been, you know, I'm trying not to geek out too much on Facebook, but I keep leaving rehearsal like, I can't believe what's coming together. And That's I'm so really cool. excited to share it with people because I, I think people are going to go, I think people are going to be excited about it. I'm, I'm really hoping. They're either going to be like, I don't understand what you're doing, Glenn, or they're going to say, <laughs> Jesus, this is really cool. It's it's a rock and roll record, don't get me wrong, but it's 
window pane was had become a certain thing, a very sure. certain thing, and it very heavy rock, and I love it, and, and you know, God, it, it's it's you know, God, it's been my life's work, right? I started that band right out of high school, but I really had wanted to go a more rock and roll direction for some time, and uh, you know, I don't know the way the past couple of years have been, and not to be morbid, but people all around me started checking out and it kind of yeah. was like, man, if you're ever going to do this, you better do it because right, this right. is not, you know, you don't have endless time. If this is something you really want to create, you better go create it. And so, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's been really, really exciting, man. Um, so I'm stoked about that. And we I've get been it, reading the, the post and I've been putting a, it's put a big smile on my face. because I know how important this is. And so when I oh, see yeah. that you're like super, energized after a practice i'm like that's cool i'm happy for my friend yeah man i i've i've been really 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 happy and really excited and uh i can't wait i can't wait to start sharing it with people man i think i think it's going to be a lot of kind of raised eyebrows and oh wow you know because it's 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 neat stuff man (laughs) and i'd never worked with a keyboard player before ever in my life Uh keyboard yeah lance is remarkably talented he was in a band called surreal sutra that was huge here in seattle i remember them yeah time yeah um, he's also a ripping guitar player, but um, then he was the Ray Manzarek in the uh, in that Doors tribute. Um, oh. oh, and I'm really kicking myself at the moment because I'm I'm having a total brain fart and I can't remember the name. Alive, I, she cried. Yep, mm-hmm. they were fantastic. Yeah, they played at your uh, your show yep. Window Pane at the Showbox a while ago. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, a few years back. So, but he's laying in all this Fender Rhodes and and like ha- big grindy Hammond B three sounds and and even piano stuff. So like at one moment, some of these songs will almost feel like Muse because you've got the baby yep. grand piano leaping out at you. And then the next moment, it's like Soundgarden meets Deep Purple because I'm nice. playing this super killer riff, but then Lance has this big grindy B3 Hammond organ going on, uh-huh. and the whole thing has like a, a hip hop Red Hot Chili Peppers beat, you know. So yeah, I keep leaving the rehearsal space like, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so that's cool, what's that's man. what's going on in my world, man. It's been funny. You really me, cool. We joke about Kiss. I, I just recently got hooked on the most random of all random podcasts. As you guys know, I'm a big Kiss fan. Mm-hmm. There's a podcast called Pot of Thunder. And Pod of Thunder? Yeah, because of the Kiss song God of Thunder. That's kind of fantastic, man. And and the premise of this podcast, they pick one Kiss song randomly and they just go knee deep and talk about it. But what what happens is a Kiss song's three minutes long. You're like, okay, this is gonna be a short podcast. They go on for two hours. Wow. They play the song, they dissect, they analyze, they read stories about like what was going on with the band. But for the most part, really there's three friends, kind of like what we do. Just BSing with each other, and every once in a while they're like, "Oh yeah, we're doing a podcast about Kiss. We need to." So they just hit a pretty big milestone. They've been doing it for four years. They just finished every song that's ever been recorded by Kiss. Oh, the podcast is done, right? Well, that's what they were trying to figure out. They're like, "What do we do now?" Because we we really enjoy doing this. We got a good following. Pick all a this new stuff. band. So now what they're doing is they're picking random songs by bands that they like. So they just did like a Van Halen episode of a, a Van Halen song. Wow! But I was like. What a, it's, it on paper sounds like the worst idea ever for no. a podcast, but it is one of the most fun podcasts because as a Kiss fan, I'm just like, I'm like listening to a Kiss song. I'm like, I kind of want to hear what these guys have to say about this song. So I just search, you know, Kiss, Do You Love Me? Yeah. And then there's a full episode about their, their whole take on it. <laughs> and I bring That's that cool, one up wow. because they blew my mind while we were on vacation. I was listening to the episode on Do You Love Me, which is my favorite, one of my favorite Kiss songs. And I'm going to play a little bit of the song because what I thought was pretty awesome is that they, one of the guys goes, you know, listening to this song, it just sounds like a Ric Flair promo. 
Like he's just <laughs> bragging. And here, wait. So I, I know you guys aren't big Kiss fans, but you'll you'll hear it. You really like my limousine. You like the way the wheels roll. You like my seven-inch leather heels. I'm going to all of the shows. Yeah, what does he start bringing up Space Mountain? Right, it's like, <laughs> in a weird way, he's like, I'm struggling with being a rock star because I can't find someone who really cares about me. But let me brag about how awesome I am with yeah. my big dong <laughs> and all my expensive stuff. <laughs> As I listen, I'm reminded why you don't like I'm Kiss. I'm not a big Kiss fan. As soon as I heard that drum sound, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Those drums sound like a wet fart and a Bro, mud flap, man. This some of the production. Terrible. Some of their Those production. Those poor guys. And then he starts aerial quotes singing, and I'm like, oh. The chorus hit. I'm like, oh, this is catchy. This is a pretty cool rock yeah. and roll song. I get it. I get it. Now that we're at the chorus, then verse two started, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I mean, what? It, it sounds, yeah, like, the, it sounds like a reject from the B-52s. Or like, oh. You just don't have the flair. Now you're hating like on French concerts. Schneider. God. Get your jukebox money. <laughs> don't hate on French Schneider, roof. man. Rusty. <laughs> Do you love me? Do you love Kiss? It's, uh, I, will, I will say, like, as we get into uh, the chorus, I like, because in, in the chorus, it comes into focus. It's hooky. It's got a great groove. <laughs> and you've got that very 1970s production value. Oh, so And that's kind of cool. Yeah. That I dig. It's just like, once we get to the chorus, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm yeah. with this. And then the verses, I'm like, oh, man. Oh, and I I'm love sorry, the verses. All you Kiss fans <laughs> out there. Man, that's just my opinion, yeah, and it is, doesn't mean any. My opinion means nothing. This is the pot of thunder. Of that. This is the poop of thunder. Yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> right, Glenn, that would be a great when Kiss I, podcast. I have so many friends that like oh love Kiss, <laughs> one more and I'm that one. one jerk that's like, man, I don't want to be that guy, but your band's kind of horrible. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> and it's they take it personally. Yeah, It's like Christians against Christ. They're like, what did you just say? See, your you know, taste man. in music is horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Like, I'm one of those weird anomalies with wrestling and with Kiss, I can totally see the other side of why people mm-hmm. think it's the dumbest thing in the world. I just will not... I, I, I mean, I will always stand by it. I enjoy it. It gives me great pleasure. Oh, man, but all those Kiss fans you're can't saying, be wrong. Everything you're saying makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm not trying to be... Like, all the, I'm not saying that all those Kiss fans are idiots. They, they, they oh, we are. They're, they're not. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, people that are like, oh, yeah, sports ball and football. No, and I was like, rest. dude. Yeah, that's me. All those people love it, you know. They, yeah. they, that's what they're into. There's a reason, right? It just doesn't connect with me. Mm-hmm. And all I was doing was voicing why well, it doesn't connect it's, with me. It's the same way how you can just 
just list off like uh, 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 musical instruments and all the stuff and like what note you're playing and stuff and like that. Anytime you say that, it's like eyes gloss over. Yeah. Everything goes yeah. over my uh. head. But I can tell you're passionate about it and you can talk about yeah. it forever. I uh. almost want to do a segment. Which is like to me, it's like if you listen I to that and, and, and then you listen to kiss. Led Zeppelin, oh, yeah. I'm confused as to how you think Kiss is the best band in the world. And I remember when I was a kid. And you, you mean at the Led Zeppelin, let's pick another band. But that was the thing. Susie and the Banshees, for example. Oh, <laughs> staircase. <laughs> but that was the argument as kids. You were either a Zeppelin fan or you were a Kiss fan. So for the longest time, I hated Led Zeppelin because the Zeppelin fans made fun of the Kiss fans. Yeah. So it wasn't until I it's actually... Like smart kids making <laughs> joke. I'm sorry. I'm just no, kidding. It's just know, a joke. It's, it's just a joke. It's a joke. Well, I'm not worried about you guys. I'm worried about the Kiss fans out there. They're going to find me and lynch I am me. The Kiss they fan. have an guys, army, it's man. It's just my opinion. We do I'm have having an army. fun. <laughs> the Kiss army's coming I'm just for you. having fun. I'm just having fun. I'm just but, having fun. But then I finally grew up and I listened to Zeppelin. I'm like, why? Why did I never give this band a chance? Right. They're amazing. Yeah, they're kind of great. Well, the other one, like, it's weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, some people, um, there's the Who Led Zeppelin thing. Yep. I always thought it was Who and Stones, Zeppelin Kiss. I always thought it was Beatles oh. and Stones. Oh, I thought Beatles like, Beach Boys. I know. Yeah, Whoa. see, Beach Boys. And I had a buddy of mine. He was like, you need to really hear this. And, man, I, I he gave me a bunch of Beach Boys stuff, and I listened to it. And the production value and what they're doing, especially vocally, is mind-blowing. But, again... Could not connect. I'm def- yeah, with I'm it. definitely more Beatles than I Beach just Boys. Couldn't, See, I couldn't. I couldn't listen I'm to it. I was Boys like, man, Beatles. oh, weird. I'll never yeah. be that white. Like I just listened to it and was like, man, can I put on a Curtis Mayfield record or what? Okay, this is right. almost painful. No, you're right. I'm this not, is money for the wealthy and or music for the wealthy and entitled. On the whole, with great harmonies. On the whole, I'm more of a Beatles <laughs> fan, but I am Pet Sounds trumps any Beatles record in my opinion. Wow. So, so you like the... Uh, I love Pet Sounds, but I also was doing a lot are of you mushrooms a, Are you a moneyed person? Do you come from money? No, I did, mo- <laughs> I did Molly and Mushrooms. Have you ever been a member of a country club? <laughs> uh, come on, Pet Sounds? Have you heard Pet Sounds? Yes, I have. I'm just messing with you. Man, I'm trying Kiss to get the Kiss fans the to forget Boys. what a jerk I am. Well, I was thinking, like, they have their podcast where they go song by song. We should have a segment where I, f- I pick a Kiss song that I really love and see if I can convince Glenn that it's a good Kiss song. And that's the constant show. No, you got to understand, man. I, I, I go back east. My buddy, Gene Bonner, who's a really talented singer, mm-hmm. um, I go back. He's, he, you know, he's got a band called Strangers in my, uh, my hometown there in Cumberland, Maryland. Uh-huh. And he travels around. And, and Gene's super talented. And his kiss room in his house is bigger than his bedroom. Uh huh. So pretty much once a year, I go back and he's like, "Come on!" And we go crack a beer, and he starts <laughs> playing me kiss songs. And you just crap all over. It. No, he's just <laughs> like, you know, like I'm gonna play you a song that's gonna change your mind. Now this has been going on for two decades, and he's never changed. But I mind. love Gene's persistence. He's like, "Bro, no, I'm gonna find that I, one. I'm song. gonna find the song." Where, and I'm always like, "Man, this isn't bad. It's really not bad. It's not good, but it's not bad." You know, I, I just can't. Early Cream records. I can't listen to them either, dude. Here we go. I know he's going to hate this. I don't even know why I'm doing it. It's Gene Simmons singing. Reverb. They just keep bragging about how rich they are. Yeah. This is my personality. You're just my sexuality. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> hey, yeah, Ryan. yeah. Fred Durst has more integrity. Oh, what is this? I'm sorry. This is my sexuality. You're a grown-ass man. That is what... 
This is charisma. Different, it was a different time, man. This is charisma, man. <laughs> yeah, as long as I'm... Is it his body or his brain? And does he drive you insane? Yes. <laughs> so here's a, here's a true story. As, as long as I'm... All you KISS fans out there, please, man. I, I, I Please forgive me. But you know I jam in the new originals, right? Do you? I'm not trying to upset anyone. But KISS fans are like, what? I hate that guy. So... Uh, at one point, um, oh man, I forget the guitar player's name. Ace really couldn't, couldn't make it. No, not Steve Ace Rock. <laughs> um, Jesus Jones. Uh, I can't. It's not. It's not overly pertinent. But basically, we were gonna do a new original set. But I was gonna be doing guitar. I think on every single song. Okay. Instead of just like say seven songs. Gotcha. Um, which has kind of become the norm on a, on a go forward. But Castle hit me up, and I had to learn uh, Detroit Rock City. Mm-hmm. And I was like. And you know, of all the Kiss songs, that one's actually pretty happening. That'll yeah. be fun. I'll learn that. It'll be cool. I like Detroit Rock City. Then I started trying to learn it. We can get Ryan Castle, and, and he'll tell you whether or not I'm making this up. Mm-hmm. I called Ryan about 1030 at night. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? He's like, hey, buddy, what's going on? I'm like, so I'm sitting here learning Detroit Rock City. Just can't do it. Man. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, dude, I've got a splitting headache. Um I need to stop. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't do this. You gave up. And he's like, "You're kidding, right?" And I'm like, "No, man. My body is physically rejecting this. Like, I, I kind of feel terrible. I've got a headache. I can't play this. I can't. I, I'm into the the harmony guitar thing. I'm picking that apart and learning it. And I, and I just, I'm actually having an adverse physical reaction to this." Can we please not do this? And and he was kind of laughing, and finally he's like, you're not kidding. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm not kidding. This is, I feel like I'm driving a nail into my forehead, listening, because I had to keep listening to it over and over again right, to learn right. it. And I was like, I, I, so awesome. can we please not play this? And have you noticed that since that shift where I yep. always played guitar? No kiss. No kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. I called him, I was like, and I, I, it gave me a headache, dude. There we go, one more try. <laughs> I'm kind of picking ones that I know he's going to hate. Right, no, it's, it's super bad because I know somewhere out there there's there's a small sect of people that now are like, oh, I thought Glenn was cool. See, no, and I'm no longer cool because I'm honestly being honest about Kiss. This is one that actually bothers me, and I'm a Kiss fan, so I'm excited. See, so far, watch, watch, so watch, far this, I'm good. Watch, so far, this I'm is good. the one that he likes, the one that I don't really like. <laughs> so far, I'm good. This is kind of cool, kind of operatic. So far, I'm into it. Digging. Oh, this is God gave rock and roll to you. Yes! Rock and roll. This is a baby. good time. Uh, I can only picture Bill and Ted singing it, actually. Yes. <laughs> it's so true. This man, like, if I was seven, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I want to ride my big wheel to this because God gave rock and roll to me. Backhanded compliment. The minute my testes dropped. Yeah, you do. You brag about it. Yeah. And a giant donger. Put your faith in a loud guitar, Glenn. Uh-huh. I did. I'm broken. Bitter. But God gave rock and roll to you. <laughs> he gave the bubonic plague to us, too, okay? Yeah. He gave it to everyone, just like rock and roll. Well, not everyone, but about a million or so. <laughs> Had a bad day.
say like I'm just I, I really am I'm kind of just having fun but this Kinda. is better to the me than the better. other songs you play and that, that's part of it with me like Def Leppard records for example mm-hmm. that whole you know sick sweet saccharine I'm like man what and I know Robert Plant sings some stuff that's just as dumb mm-hmm. but for some reason there's so much attitude and sass behind it it's like Jack Daniels versus a lollipop Led Zeppelin compared to <laughs> Def Leppard <laughs> and the production value of those records at the time they were like man there's all these neat stuff let's use the drums and go pss, 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 pss. oh yeah I can't stand the way they sound there's two songs that are pretty cool Photograph I think is pretty cool look at this photo and um Oh, there's one other one that is actually pretty good. Um, but most of it, I just I can't stand the production value. Mm-hmm. And then the, the content. That's, 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 that's my problem with Nickelback. Yeah. His lyrical content. <laughs> Look at this photo. You know, and again, Robert Plant's a squeeze my lemon. People are like, what the hell are you talking about, Glenn? And it's like, I don't know, man. It, I'll take that over. It's drunk again. Time to fight. She must have done something wrong tonight. I'm like, bro, really? <laughs> really, man? Come on, man. Is he's that an the animal. deepest you could dig? And he's probably the nicest guy in the world. He and is. they're a very successful band. They and, are. <laughs> and so I'm a jerk. I'm really a jerk. You and are. again, I want to stress jerk. these are only my opinions. My opinions are not anyone's truth. Not even mine. It's just an opinion, man. Um, yeah, a lot man. of people get their, their they, they see their opinion as the truth, right? Yeah, yeah. This is perfect over this. A lot of people see their opinions as truth. My opinion is not anybody's truth. It's just my opinion, and I'm not even that that glued to. <laughs> you know, tomorrow I'll be like, man, I put some ears awesome. on that kiss stuff. It's pretty good. You know what I realized when I was riding my motorcycle home today? God gave rock and roll to me and to everyone. You gotta swim. Oh, I thought you said sweat. sweat. Oh, sweat. Sweat. Oh, sweat. Okay. <laughs> or swim. Or swim. Swim in your sweat. You gotta take a stand, Rev, and you can't compromise. Uh, damn. Work hard. Stop fantasizing. Man, like, some people love meatloaf. To me. Oh, not, meatloaf not, with not, ketchup not, on it? I'm just talking about food. Oh, yeah. I love I'm meatloaf. I'm not talking about the performer. Oh. But, uh, but yeah, I can't do meatloaf. I don't think meat belongs in a loaf. Meat should not be in a loaf. Dude. Form. What the hell, man? You like a hamburger. Meatloaf is like a hamburger. It's uh, just I just the bread on the inside. One. It's always too dry. Oh. But that doesn't mean that all the meatloaf lovers are wrong. That's the point I'm trying to make. And I would do oh, God. I always love. assumed this song was about... Wow! I am bleeping that one. <laughs> Jesus. I'm with you. I thought this was a song about back door like, love. won't do that. Yeah. I'm like kidding. she wants to put a popsicle in his backside or something. She's like, I won't yeah. do that. I really dig you. But I won't but not do that. that. But I was just like cheating or something. <laughs> no, nah, dude, he said, I'll never forget the way you feel right now. No way. <laughs> she breaks out like yeah. a, a rubber fist to use on him. And he's like, I won't do that. Dude, I think this is actually is about <laughs> Dude. <laughs> what? You can say that. Apparently you can't. You can't just about their timeliness and their... <laughs> Rev really didn't like whatever I said. Well, well I think it was uh, the fist part. <laughs> he's over there shaking his head. I think he's mad at both of us well, now. Well, that's fine, because he's not the only one mad at me right now. My wife's apparently mad at me. What'd you do now? Because I can't help her with her puzzles that she's doing at work because we're too busy podcasting. Listening to she says, tell them to hold on. You have an important task. She's doing like one of those like words with friends or like here's a picture and another picture and you got to figure out what word it is. And I don't know what it is. So. Tough job. All you Kiss fans out there, I'm really sorry, man. 
<laughs> Please don't hate me, dude. It's just my, it's just an opinion. What do I know? Why don't we do some voicemails, emails, and yeah, quick, get me, get me out, of, get me off the Please. hook, quick. I won't do that. Uh, 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 I actually need to turn on the right. You can thing. hook jump cables to my nipples. <laughs> wow. Go to the bathroom on my chest. Wow. But I won't do that. Oh, Ziggy, by the way, did you name your child for hands? <laughs> that was on my mind last night. Is this Lick It Up? Yes. I was so mad when I saw this song on MTV. Is like, they had the makeup on? This was the, big, this was the first reveal of them without makeup on. Oh. See, this, uh, like, this song isn't bad. It's not bad. This is kind of cool. It's rock and roll. This doesn't bother me. Well, life's such a treat, it's time you taste it. Ah, you know, what were half the guys singing about in 84? I'm cool with this. I mean, I'm not going to run out and buy the record, but... <laughs> it's not a crime to be good to yourself, Glenn. Lick it up. Lick it up. This goes back to the Meatloaf song. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, I don't no. do that. I'm not doing that. thought you loved me. Yeah. I'd do anything for love, but I, I'm not doing that. All right. We got a text message. 253-271-4787. What's up, boys? I just listened to the Grover dropping the F-bomb part of the podcast on half speed. It's undeniable. He drops the F-bomb. On half speed. Which is wow. funny because then we got an email that makes gets a gmail.com from Jacob. From Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from, from Grover. They're super. Hey guys, <laughs> screw you, and I love Kiss. Oh, Grover, where'd you come from? I never said that. Uh, he says, Welcome back. It's great to have the Mix cast and the Mega Cast back on the air. I slowed down the audio of Grover saying the F word. I play it slow twice and then normal speed once. There's no way that he is not saying F. What do you think? And he even sent us the audio. Oh, which nice. I thought was really cool. Doing our work for us. And then another person even said, where is it? Um, dude, I'm glad you guys are back. That Grover episode was just what the doctor ordered. So many laughs to all three of you. You rock. P.S. Bring back Rachel Barley. You know, we got to get Rachel back. She's got the Diablo guitars with Parker. Yeah. And they got some merch and things like that. So selfishly, I just want to get my hands on a shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so here's the original audio that we played last week that we heard the F word. Move it to follow you. Move the camera. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That sounds like an excellent idea. Still the F word. I still hear it. So now here is Jacob. He sent this audio, and I guess he slows it down a couple times and then goes back to normal speed once. <laughs> wow, I've actually got to bleep that one. Yeah, I'm actually uh, bleeping uh, that one. Yeah. You hear the F word in that one. You hear the f- Oh, man. He also said something about aim. No, no. It's, right. it's the S into the K. It's it's the that sounds a. like yeah. a, but it's the S into the K and where he phrased it in the character's voice that made it sound like that. In all fairness, he quite possibly might have bit his tongue in a wrestling match before <laughs> he said that because I had that problem right now. I'm lisping a lot when I talk. He was furious about my kiss rant and, mm-hmm. and wasn't thinking clearly. And uh, Somebody had a, he wanted to chime in about awesome food. My aunt makes a beet cake. Yes, she uses beets as part of the recipe, but it's a chocolate cake, and it stays moist oh, for days. So just good. Just watch out uh, when you're going to the bathroom a little bit later. Yeah, you might think you're internally bleeding. Yeah. 
honestly, if you're internally bleeding, it just makes everything a little, little more dark black. I just want to go ahead and well, share watch that Watch out with for you. the black ones. <laughs> if it's bright red, you probably just had beef. Yeah, if it's, if it's bright red. Move the camera! Yes! Yes, that's a fucking excellent idea! See, that's how I heard sounds like. Yeah. Isn't that's that how weird? I heard sounds like. Well, it's probably because I was thinking about a hand. Blood in the toilet. It's part red. That means you got an Amy Fisher. Yeah, that sounds like but, an excellent idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out. This person says, "Hey, uh, you guys need to check this out. Ronald Reagan was a badass. I thought you guys would dig this." So apparently, he sent me a video. I don't know if you ever seen this. It was back in like 1981. He was in Berlin talking. It was fresh after he got shot. So you know, he already had that. And while he's doing a speech, a balloon pops. Have you heard this? I, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. The way he reacts and handles it is one of the greatest things ever. Whatever your feeling is about Ronald Reagan, you have to agree how he handled this was a badass. I think I'd start crying because it sounds like a gunshot. Yeah. Tougher than Rawhide. So here we go. By its very existence and character, Berlin remains the most compelling argument for an open world. We're reminded of the many traditions of openness and democracy that have marked the history of this city. America missed me. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. How insane is that? I'll hear that again. That's amazing. (laughs) America missed me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. You hear that crowd respond too, like, whoa. Missed me. Missed me. Suck it. I'm Ronald Reagan. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it. I'm Ronald Reagan. (laughs) Wow. Uh, let's do one more thing that I got to roll out because I got to get to uh, Newcastle to go get my bass drum head at some point. So. Nice. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, but someone said, hey, uh, you guys were talking about Metallica and the bass on Madfa. Oh, oh. oh Master no. Puppet. Master and, Puppet. Just, and Justice for All. Oh, just, I, oh yeah, right. Sorry. On and Justice for All. Uh, you should check this out. And they sent us a link and I grabbed it. And there was a, I don't know when this happened. It might have been a couple of years ago, but they talked to Steve Thompson, who was the mixer of Metallica's and Justice heard for some All. Of these details. Interesting. Yeah. I've never heard this interview, so About I was Lars and James saying, yeah. "This is how this will be." And there was more Lars than James, and James was more just like, eh, "Do whatever." I'm too Lars tired to wants. fight with Lars. I can't take fighting with Lars. And, and it also answers the question of uh, why we have not heard a remixed version of this record. Oh, but yeah, this this is crazy. It's a couple minutes long, and we'll probably break it down from time to time. But it's a, it's a really interesting listen with Steve Thompson. Yeah, guy. we get called. He's the guy who mixed um, the Metallica record in Justice for All. Hold up to do a Justice for All and understand. Ah, uh, Metallica was my favorite band. I mean, I wanted to take Injustice for All and make Master Puppets sound like a demo. I mean, that was my 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 goal. You know, they wanted a different direction. They wanted more of a garagey direction. What I can remember is I was working with my partner, Mike Barbiero. We get in and start mixing this, the songs. Lars had a specific way how he wanted his drums to sound. He would actually bring in pitches of an EQ setup. So I told Mike Barbiero, I said, Mike, why don't you work with, with Lars and get the drums the way he likes it? And once you get that, call me in. And so I walk in. Lars goes, yeah, I'm happy and everything like that. And I listened to it. And I said, this sounds like <laughs> I hate the sound. So I chased everybody out of the room. I think I had Hetfield in the room. I kind of changed the drum sound to make you know more what I was hearing. Then we put on the bass, the guitars, everything like that. And what was cool about Jason's parts, they were perfect marriage with Headfield's rhythm guitars. Hmm. It was a great marriage. Worked out great. So I'm getting to make... Uh, he's like, he didn't lock in with Lars at all. He just worried yeah. about working with, yeah. uh, with, with James. What's up and everything like that. Headfield gives a thumbs up. So we, we decided to let Lars and everybody come in. So Lars comes in. And again, this is a long time ago. I'm trying to make sure I got the right memory here. And he walks in, he listens to it back a couple seconds, he goes, he, he shakes his head, he says, stop tape. I said, what's the problem? 
uh, what happened to my drum sound? Oh, God. And I think I basically said, right. you were serious? <laughs> <laughs> so we had, a long story short, we had to get the drum sound the way he wanted. I'm, I'm like, oh, God. It's funny, while I was grabbing this audio, Ryan Castle's overhearing me get, grabbing this audio. goes, is that Bob Rock talking about the St. Anger record? And I'm like, no, we're actually talking about <laughs> Injustice for All. But it's funny, if you don't know we're talking about Injustice for All, this sounds like a conversation somebody would have about Lars's drum sound on St. Anger, which is equally... Yeah. I'm not equal. It, it, it's worse. It's way worse. And I don't think the drum sound on Injustice for All is all that bad, but it just has no bottom end. All right. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. But here we go. <laughs> and he goes, okay, now the bass. I said, great part. All right. I want you to drop the bass level down in the mix where you barely audibly can hear it. I thought it was a joke. So I did that. And then for this, I said, all right, drop it down another six to eight dB. Jeez. I looked at Hetfield like right? this. I said, is this guy serious? And Hetfield went like this. Okay. Nah. I wish I spent a week or two after that just to mix it the way I heard it. Because understand that the multi-track tapes had about 5 million edits on the multi-track. Which means uh, you open that tape up today, chances are that whole multi-track is shredded. Oh. But here's the funny story. So that, Yeah, I mean, you think about it, now everything's Can't on Pro Tools. And fix it. Yeah, and it's all taped together. Yeah. Literal tape. Yeah, like wow, razor yeah, blade, yeah, yeah. blue tape. And like, I think about like, you know, I know like the guys over at London Bridge, they've they've dumped all the Pearl Jam tapes Backed on digital up. that way, that, you know, God forbid anything. But apparently they never did that with Injustice for All. Yeah, I've been the I've been in the Pearl Jam tape vault. It's uh-huh. literally like a climate controlled tape vault Wow, where they have everything. And then I'm, I'm friends with a guy that hit one of his jobs is to and I think he's still going through mm-hmm. and getting all of it transferred over to a yep. lossless format. Yeah. And for you guys that don't understand, like records used to be cut on two inch, the tape was two inches wide. Mm-hmm. But if you had to make an edit, you laid it out on a table and you used a razor blade and you mm-hmm. cut out a section of tape yep. and then you used tape like a scotch tape. Yep. To yeah. tape That's the how tape. we did radio. Yeah, yeah, I had to literally so, do that once uh, uh, at radio school because yep. they were like, here you go. This is how we used to do it. Be when, glad you never have to do this no, again. No, when we worked at the end, I had to edit audio, interviews, anything on tape. Oh, no my different. And God. when Peter Parker recorded our first couple records, when we did it at John and Stu's uh, with John Goodman, uh, Goodmanson. Uh, he had. I saw him like fixing things up with the razor blade. Uh, yeah. wow. so, but that's that's what he's talking wow. about is the master of puppets tapes, the master tapes. Have probably Master. they've just fallen apart. That's oh. what he, that's what he means by shredded because you figure there's if there's that many edits deterioration just of yeah, the, 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 the regular the, scotch the tape tape isn't yep. holding the tape together and it's just yeah there's just and so now this part's the best the story that he has with Lars Ulrich many years after that which means uh, you open that tape up today chances are that whole multi track is shredded but here's the funny story when Metallica got elected to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame they flew us in so I'm hanging out with Lars. And Lars comes up to me. We did have bass in the record, didn't we? I couldn't believe he said that. He said something like that. He's with his kids. <laughs> yeah. I says, you're kidding me. You're absolutely kidding me. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, how frustrating that must be for this guy. I wish he would have done what he said he was going to do. Yeah. And he, he kind of kicks himself and just made another version God forbid, or for whatever reason, because I store it somewhere. Or I would something. bet by now he would have released that, like, or he would have had somebody secretly release well, it. Well, you know, by the time they got, what was it that followed Justice, the Black, Black album, album, which yep. is killer. But and then, he talks about how he's like, I feel like they started to do the things I wanted them to do with the yeah, Black album. Yeah, imagine if Justice sounded like that because the Black album sounded incredible, Big. and then honestly, the Load and Reload albums sound amazing. They yeah. sound like rock and roll records as done by. The world's premier metal band. I agree. I don't know how else to put it, but 
And I didn't used to be a fan of those records. And Morrison, Sean Morrison, Window Pane's old drummer, was like, man, you need to put ears on those again. And I did. And I was like, God damn, this is really good. He's like, yeah. (laughs) Which one has killer records? Which one has Until It Sleeps? Is that Load? I think Uh, it is. I think that's Load. I think so. Let's see. Yeah, because that that, was. They sound good. The songs are good. I mean, they almost went. I mean, even the Black Album, I mean, it was still Metallica, but it was more, less yeah, thrash and more rock and roll. And yep. that, that was when and I got un- got into Metallica, and that was, the thrash never got me hooked or anything. I love that stuff. But then, yeah, like the Black Album, it was it was a little more accessible for, I mean, yeah. I was like in fifth grade. Oh, look so. at what that album did for them. Yeah, well, I mean, absolutely. It, it connected with people. Mm-hmm. Dude, I didn't even realize, like, yeah, think about, I mean, you got Ain't listen, My Bitch. Listen to how warm and deep and sonically rich this sound. Yeah. The drums sound great. The yeah. bass sounds great. I mean, it's a fretless bass. The guitar tones are warm and rich. This sounds great. This sounds filling. I mean, this album has Ain't My Bitch on it, Until It Sleeps, King Nothing. King Nothing's Bunch great. Of and Hero of the Day, which is one of my favorite Metallica songs. Yeah, this this is a warm, rich, deep. Yeah, I gotta no. listen to this whole record. I'm adding it to my playlist. There we go. It's been added. All right. All right. Yeah, dude, I'm with you. Sorry. <laughs> That's what I do to a lot of uh, Metallica songs. I'll just, I won't even sing this. Just do the yeah. slim jim up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? We'll do the voicemails next time. All right. All right. We'll, we'll roll on out. Uh, again, Saturday. Saturday, come see us. Join us Saturday. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be us, Bruiser Brody, playing with Woodshed and The Last International. Ooh, Big CD release show for us. Hell of a show. It's going to be a great time. We have new merch that's going to be there. Some hoodies, really? zip-up hoodies yeah. and T-shirts. New logos. Yep. Some cool hoodies. stuff. Ooh. Little zip-up action, baby. Nice. Perfect for the winter. Yes. <laughs> and a note again to all KISS fans, don't take anything I say seriously. <laughs> <laughs> don't be upset with me. Please, man. Do you love Glenn? No, but no. Kiss, Kiss fans are such, like, if people are like, man, I hate Led Zeppelin, I hate Robert Plant's voice, I'm like, oh, man, really? Okay. And I'm good with that. No. Kiss fans hate tend you. to not take it lightly. Oh, I agree. So, hey, guys, seriously, I love Light you up. all. It, I'm just, just having fun. I'm one of you. I'm a Kiss fan. Take it easy. Yeah. No different with wrestling fans. I'm right. one of you. I'm diehard. All I do is watch wrestling. Don't get so mad when people make fun of what you love. It's okay. Everyone has different opinions. Did I make fun of it? Really? Oh, no. <laughs> no, not at no. all. No. Never. All right, we'll see you on Saturday. Go to KISW.com for more details and to buy ticks at The Crocodile. And as always, stay positive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.